Go Canton. Beat Salem. <laughs> you must remember that from your high school days. Oh, yeah. Nonstop. Nonstop, <laughs> George. You uh, I, I, I am Keystone. This is George Chapel, uh, my partner there that you just heard from. And it's uh, George and Keith's Musings, our little podcast that talks about pop culture and things we like. And George, I got to tell you, today's uh, we're going to do rivalries today. And yep. this was one of the weirdest lists I've ever put together. It, um, I, I, I'm kind of with you. I thought it, it was kind of strange. And and when I initially started, I, all I was coming up with was, was like sports rivalries. And and I, so I got some assistance from my from my lovely bride, and we and we brainstormed, and I ended up with a list that is largely non-sports related. I'm going to say. Well, mine is too, and I did it on purpose. Yeah, we I could have gone through, like Michigan, Ohio State. Our listeners out in California don't care about that. Um, Duke, North Carolina, uh, people in South Florida probably don't care about that. So. No. Things like that I left off. But the problem I had, I've got my list goes from ridiculous and it works its way up to super serious, um, you know, okay. rivalries that could that could shape the world. So that's I, what made it weird for me. You know, I'm looking at my list and it's not unlike that. So I, this is going to this will be an interesting uh, journey. Okay, rivalries with George and Keith, and uh, you're up first, number ten. Okay, my number ten. I am going. It's a little silly, and for our our listeners out in California and South Florida, they might say, "What the hell is, is this all about?" And this is a rivalry that I didn't even know about until I moved to Detroit. But this is a serious, serious rivalry uh, in the city of Detroit, particularly in downtown Detroit. And it's the, it's the rivalry of who is the top Coney Island in the city of Detroit. And it's Lafayette Coney versus American Coney. Now, if you don't, if you've never been to downtown Detroit, there are these two Coney Island restaurants. Not only, I mean, they share the same building. They are, they're not only just right next door, they are literally share a wall. Uh, and, and the history is it goes back to back to like 1914 when these brothers came over from Greece, I think, and they started a Coney Island and then they had a falling out. And shortly after that, one brother left. And so one took American Coney, the other took Lafayette and it's, it's a rivalry that exists to this day. And, and, and people that, that, uh, are regular Coney visitors. It's it's pretty hardcore. You're either a Lafayette guy or an American guy. So, uh, and I didn't know anything about that till I till I moved down here, and it's it's a big one. Wow. Okay. I'm even yeah. kind of unaware of that. I'm familiar with Lafayette, but um, I yep. guess not with American. So, okay. Very good. Very good. But you think that's ridiculous? <laughs> um, my number ten is I'm going fictional here, but it's Godzilla versus the Japanese army. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, they're always going at it, and Godzilla always seemed to get the upper hand. 
Um, but sometimes they would lure them into some power lines or call on another another monster that would help them out. And uh, so that's so that's as we get through my list, you're gonna look at like numbers one and two, and there's something you're gonna say, "How the hell is Godzilla versus the Japanese Army on the same list?" But anyways, that's my number ten. I I, I love that one. You you always loved what, and it, I always found it amazing that you know the Japanese Army could be so effective with all those you know tiny little model tanks and things that they had. But uh, you know they they gave they gave Godzilla what for? They did sometimes. Yeah. Well, sometimes, yeah. yeah. A lot of damage, a lot of rebuilding in yeah. in uh, Tokyo. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Uh, so my number nine, I'm going uh, historical uh, on this one. And some of you that, that were paying attention in your uh, U.S. history class back in when you were going to school there at at uh, Plymouth Canton High School. You may recall uh, a little event called the Civil War. And so my number nine rivalry is the North versus the South. And this, this you know, it, it, it nearly tore the country apart. Uh, you know, it was, it was like literally brothers fighting brothers. And to this day, it's the, the rivalry still exists, probably not so much in the North, but I remember one time, uh, you know, a couple decades ago now, but I was driving through the South, and I was struck by how many people really are still kind of, kind of reliving that Civil War, and 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 uh, you know, like yeah, if, you know, if we'd only beaten them, or you know, the South's going to do it again, or uh, so there's there's a lot of lot of resentment, and a lot, and it, and it uh, goes right back to the early parts of this country. So yeah, the. The Confederate flag is a huge symbol of that, and uh, the people that fly that flag are getting yeah. a lot of heat. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. You know, they they take it as a as a proud oh. part of their heritage, while people in the North are, you know, they take it as uh, an anti African American statement. Right. So it's still kind of a rivalry. Um, it- and and, the, and what they're doing, I think it's ridiculous, is in the South, now they're taking down statues of like Jefferson Davis and, yeah. you know, the generals from the South. That's part of our history. I, I think I think it's a big mistake to to be that ashamed of it. I mean, it happened. Yep. Um, yeah. Exactly. We, should, we, we learn from history. So. Why would we just erase history? That's ridiculous. Like, like they said, those who forget their history are condemned to repeat it. So, yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to go yeah. corporate here. I got a couple on these, but um, I'm going to go uh, Bud Light versus Miller Light. All right. Yeah. Um, the, the beer companies. And this, and I'm, I'm a little, there might be something going on. There might be a conspiracy, George. Um, because during the NCAA tournament, they went back and forth on like, you know, Bud Light started, ran all those commercials, you know, about the, you know, who's got the corn syrup and stuff like that. Yeah. And they kind of picked on Miller Light, but like Miller Light came back with commercials where like the night 
was destroyed and stuff like that. And so how, you know, it seems to me it takes a long time to make these commercials. So how were they able to respond to uh, a commercial that fast? So I'm wondering if there's like a conspiracy between the two just to pump up both of the brands. That's that's not a bad uh, bad not a bad theory there because if you think about it, you know, with the growth of craft beers and everything lately, they they've both been kind of taking a hit. So you know, yeah. get themselves kind of back in in people's mind. Yeah, to kind of like regenerate this. That's that's a I, I like that theory. All right, well, good. We'll we, I should have saved it. I should have saved it for crazy theories or something. You could yeah. do. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, well, okay. You went to the corporate world. I'm going to the corporate world as well. And I'm also going to the corporate beverage world. But I'm looking at soft drinks here. When I say, the, talk about the big rivalry between Coke and Pepsi. Yeah. Uh, this, this rivalry has been going on forever. They're still probably the two biggest uh, soda brands out there or pop brands for you, for you people that live in Michigan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember, uh, you know, Pepsi, I think started making a lot of inroads in the seventies and they were getting a lot of market share from Coke. Uh, so, you know, Coke, their big response there was, was the ill-fated new Coke when they came out with the new Coke that actually kind of tasted a lot like Pepsi, uh, to the point where new, the old Coke eventually disappeared from the shelves. And, uh, you know, Coke drinkers like uh, my lovely bride were, were incensed that yeah. uh, their beloved beverage had been taken away. So, you know, they brought Coca-Cola back. Uh, but it's, it's, you know, it's been a long-standing rivalry. Uh, you may re- remember the Pepsi Challenge. That was a big thing that was going around for a while where they do blind taste tests between Coke and Pepsi. And uh, so it's, this is just, uh, it's, it's been around forever. They're both. Uh, American icons, and uh, yeah, and they're, and they're still probably the the two top in in their field. Yep, and that's funny. Coke versus Pepsi is my number seven. Oh, so okay. So we agree on that, and um, I can tell. I at least I I think I can tell the difference between Coke and Pepsi. Pepsi is sweeter than Coke in my I, mind. I would agree, and and I. I can drink either one. I don't care. But um, hold a gun in my head. I'm a Pepsi guy. Okay. I'm, I'm not sold on either one either. Every now and then I will just buy uh, like a, a you know, 12 pack of Pepsi and bring it in the house just to, you know, just to cause some grief in, in the, in the marriage. But, you know, oh, that's, I'm, that's I'm, really smart. <laughs> I'm, I'm usually forgiven, although she, she still won't, won't drink any of it. Okay. Well, it's good more for you. That's what, if, yeah. if you want to drink it, that's what you buy. You got it. Good thinking, George. You're a lot smarter than I give you credit for. Lot smarter than I look. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so your Coke Pepsi was number eight. Yeah. And so I'm due for my number eight. Yeah. Okay, my number eight goes back to the silly, and it goes back to fiction, but it's a solid one, George. It's a solid one. Okay. And it's Wiley Coyote versus the Roadrunner. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. That is the rivalry of all rivalries. Um, I mean, they were back and forth and back and forth. And 
you know, the the roadrunner always got the upper hand in the end. Yeah. And I think he just about always got the upper hand. I don't, did any of the Wiley Coyotes tricks ever they, slow down roadrunner? I don't think no, he ever yeah. did. Remember, there was one cartoon. The only time he ever caught him was when I think there was like this giant mechanical roadrunner or something. And and Wiley Coyote finally caught him, but then the the roadrun the giant roadrunner kind of looked down at him was like going to kick his ass. So so even though he kind of caught him, he still didn't win. So okay, yeah, all right. That's a that's a so, great yeah. Well, I thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so I did my number seven. So I guess. Where are we? Are you on number? I'm on seven. Seven. Okay, you go ahead. Okay. This this may be the greatest nerd rivalry of all time. Um, you know, and by nerd rivalry, you know, there's always people that talk, you know, like, uh, you know, one of my honorable mentions is Gryffindor and Slytherin for the for the Harry Potter people out there. You know, that's kind of a nerd rivalry. It's a, you just kind of really get into that world or people that would look prefer Harry Potter versus people that prefer Lord of the Rings. And there's kind of that thing that goes on. Uh, but this one is Star Wars versus Star Trek. Uh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. People, there's, and it's, it's a crazy nerd thing. And the people that are in Star Trek are just all in Star Trek. And, and you'll, they'll talk about, you know, how lame Star Wars is. And you get the same thing from the Star Wars people versus the Star Trek. Um, I've always, myself, I've probably leaned more towards Star Trek. I think I like, uh, Captain Kirk and the older Star Trek, but even, even then I still can't get into the, I can't get into the new Star Treks. And as far as Star Wars go, I like the, you know, the first three movies. I, I can't keep up with There's, there's been like, there's like a hundred Star Wars movies every year now. I can't keep track of them all. Um, and they go out of order then too. The way they, yeah. So it turns out the first three that we knew our whole our whole adolescent lives were four, five, and six, right? Yeah. Yeah. The hell is that? Yeah, and then they come back and it's like one, two, three. And and you you may recall my old uh, when we did comedians a couple of weeks ago. We talked, you know, we talked about Eddie Izzard that that I uh, kind of introduced you to. He he made that same comment about how the Star Wars people were kind of screwing with you because you know you you're taught to count like four, five, six, one, two, three, and you know and then what, yeah. what comes after so. Yes, the, yeah, I can't keep, I can't really keep track with either universe, but I do know it's a big rivalry in the nerd world. So that was my number seven. Okay, that's a good one. That's excellent. Um, and I'll take your word for it. Um, so, as far as you know, you is it against the nerd code to enjoy them both? Is that yeah. forbidden? Well, I, I think so because I'm, I'm not. I'm not like hardcore into either of them. So I kind of like enjoy both yeah. as, as kind of, you know, I'm, I'm sure the, the hardcore from either camp would look at me as just some kind of doofus that doesn't know anything about them. And that's, they're probably true, but you know, I, I still kind of, I'm an outside observer looking in at, at the rivalry and you can see it. It is. Yeah. There's, I think a lot of them are just in like in one camp or the other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess, um, I never. I, I I saw Star Wars. I saw the first three movies. Yep. Um, were were four, five, and six, whatever. Um, and then I gave up on them. And and I never, I never really watched Star Trek. I know the 
the characters. I know the jokes about Shatner and how you know his how he his speech uh, pattern and everything like yeah, that. But yeah, but that's a good one. Then I could see that. That would that's an excellent one. Excellent, excellent. Right. Thank you. Yeah. So my number six is that where we yeah. are? That was your number yeah, seven. Number six. Okay, my only sports one, and I think. Um, Oh, it's, it's Yankees, Red Sox. Um, everybody knows what a big rivalry that is. Um, I don't care if you, like, even you grew up in California. <laughs> I'm sure you knew that the Yankees and the Red Sox hated each other. Yeah. And they still do. And they both, both fan bases have outrageous accents. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of funny. But, um, yeah, no matter what, uh, they root for the other the other teams to lose, and so that's that's my my one uh, sports rival. We could have done ten yeah. sports rivals easy, but I think that's the biggest one. Okay, well, I've, I've got a. Um, I think the thing that really started that rivalry too was the whole curse of Babe Ruth, right? I mean, it all that is really the the genesis, I think, of that that rivalry because Babe Ruth started out with the Red Sox. You know, and the and the Red Sox were really good when he was with them. They were winning World Series, and he was not only was a great hitter, he was a great pitcher. And then they basically sold him to the Yankees, I think, for a song, and, and that, was, that became the curse yep. of Ruth, right? That absolutely Red, took the Red Sox what you know eighty years or whatever to get to get a World Series title again after they lost Babe Ruth. So, yeah, that that's a lot of it right there. So, yeah, it is. But there, there's there's and plus uh. You know, like, you know, GD, Bucky Dent and stuff like that when he oh, hit yeah. that home run. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's just a lot of good moments between them. Uh, Don Zimmer and, and uh, with oh. Pedro Martinez yeah. fighting. and Yeah, who, yeah. Who, yeah. Uh, well, you know, and I was on Pedro's side on that one, too, because it's like, you know, people saying, oh, how can you hit a 70-year-old man? So, well, the dude was coming at him. What's he supposed to do? Right, okay. exactly. Yeah. And he did, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, good stuff like that. I mean, good franchises. They've won a lot of games and good stadiums, things like that. But that's it. Yankees Red Sox was number six. All righty. So my guy. So I'm on number six. Uh, yep. We flip flopped in there. Yeah. Yep, we will. Well, I think Coke and Pepsi kind of got us, got us twisted around a little bit. Okay. Yes. Number six. I know this guy is one of our all-time favorites, and. Uh, Developed a, a quite a rivalry with someone who he kind of gave his start to, but I got David Letterman and Jay Leno at number six. Uh, you know, I remember we, you know, in, in college we used to watch David Letterman all the time, uh, and I remember this one time he had this this young comic on who came on did a, did a pretty good set, and it was Jay Leno, and so they, you know they kind of started out with this this kind of friendship that that worked into a rivalry when Letterman thought he was going to, I think, get the, uh, get Johnny Carson's gig and Leno mm-hmm. kind of swooped in and got it from him and, and drove Letterman over to CBS. And, uh, you know, and then, then it just kind of became this, you know, a lot of snarky comments. And, uh, but I had, to, I had to put David Letterman cause David Letterman is one of my all time, just favorite, uh, you know, comedians, Talk or just people, you know, kind of the person you want to sit down and have dinner with, kind of guy. Um, 
and uh, yeah, I, I kind of I thought he he got it a little screwed around by uh, by NBC there, but so I got that at number six. He did now, but I think they're kind of cool now, aren't they? I mean, it was just it was just that Letterman was so shell shocked. Yeah. That he when he he thought for sure he's going to move up in that job, and when Leno got it, I think it. I don't know if he was pissed off at Leno or the network bosses, but. I guess Leno was the easiest target. Yeah. Huh? Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, it was just it was uh, it was yeah, it was kind of just a shock. And you're right. Yeah, Leno was kind of the target. So so anyway. Okay. There, there I go. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, okay, top five. Here we go. Um, we're getting a little bit more serious here now, but um, this is uh, historical from the South, but it's not Civil War related. It's the infamous Hatfields versus McCoys. Oh, wow. All right. That's a yeah. Good, yeah. Now, I know very little about them, except that whenever you would talk about two families fighting, you'd say, it's like the Hatfields versus McCoys. Yeah. And I guess a really good podcaster would have done some re- research and told you, well, it was in uh, Alabama. They were fighting over twelve acres of land, and then, but I, no, I didn't do any of that. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, but except that, you know, we know that that's a. They hate each other. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Good one. Well, yeah. You know, so All right. number five took you maybe to Alabama. We're not, we're not sure. It could have been in Alabama or somewhere. So. My number yep. five, I'm going to firmly plant us in the state of Alabama. And I've got the college rivalry of Alabama versus Auburn. Okay. I, I went that way because, you know, like you said, you know, there's Michigan, Ohio State that, you know, everyone knows about here. There's, uh, you know, USC, UCLA out where I grew up, where everyone knows out there. But Alabama, Auburn is just something that I think everyone across the country knows. Uh, you know, and to the point where a few years ago there was some twisted Alabama fan that poisoned a tree at Auburn. He showed no remorse for it, and and I think it's just it's just a and in, and I you know I've only even been to Alabama for like all of maybe you know twelve hours driving through one time, but it's but it's a rivalry that still uh, I think really resonates. It's, uh, you know, it's an intrastate rivalry, so it, it, you don't even cross the borders for it. Uh, and I imagine living in Alabama is, is, is probably just in, in one camp or the other. So, uh, you know, I, 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 that's that's where I'm at. I've got Alabama, Auburn. I had no idea you're such a college football aficionado. So, uh, tip of the cap to okay. that. I'll tell you what, it's weird. I have been. I did spend a week in Alabama. Um, we were in Gulf Shores, Alabama. And so we drove from top to bottom, and then we were there. I, You couldn't tell from bumper stickers on cars that Auburn was even in that state. Really? I mean, everybody was Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. Yeah, but you, but you know the Auburn people are out there. I. I don't know. I think Auburn is a, I don't know if it's Auburn is a public or private school. Um, obviously Alabama is public, but um, so 
I could tell you just my anecdote okay. that maybe their football teams hate each other, but the state I bet you is eighty percent Alabama. Yeah, well, we'll ne- next time we'll we'll have to get uh, Bo Jackson and Charles Barkley to uh, to chime in and see what they see what they might have to say. Yeah, well, I, you know, we should have tried to book yeah, them, but, but it was too, it was just too late, I yeah, guess. Right. Okay. okay, number four is very general, and. Uh, Maybe too simple, but it is cops versus robbers. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, I mean, always uh, you are, if you're a criminal, <laughs> who are you afraid of? You're afraid of the, the cops chasing you. What do the cops do? They're looking for the bad guys. They're looking for the robbers, the murderers, yeah. and things like that. So I don't think anything needs to be said. That, that's at every level, local, uh, federal, International, yeah. Um, cops versus robbers is a huge rivalry. I, I, I don't think you can. I don't think that can be disputed. Uh, yeah, it's uh, good guys versus bad guys. Okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, my number four is, is okay. I'm I'm going local again. I know it, it's this is this is also a, a very local uh, rivalry. And it's not even a rivalry so much anymore, but it, it got to number four on my list because when this rivalry was hot, it was hot. It was the biggest thing, I think, going on in sports. And it's the Detroit Red Wings and the Colorado Avalanche. From about the mid-90s to the mid-O's, they were just by far the, the two best teams in hockey. They absolutely hated each other to the point where not only would, would the teams be fighting with each other all the time. They've had several quite memorable goalie fights. Uh, I think the fans just just hated each other. Uh, they certainly hated each of the the, the opposing teams. Uh, and and it, it was further heightened just by the fact that they were they were the two best teams in hockey for probably about a ten year stretch. And you knew that every year in the playoffs, those teams would have to go through the other one to get to the Stanley Cup Finals. So it was like it was almost like winning that series became the, the Stanley Cup uh, final, and then the, the final just ended up kind of being a, uh, uh, an afterthought. But for, just for, for yeah. a 10-year period, it was, just, it was just white, white hot. Yeah, it took a lot out of them because they're both in the Western yep. Conference. And you're right, yep. they'd meet in the Western Conference Finals, and then by then it seemed like you had already won, whoever got that. And then, but the most famous part of that rivalry was a regular season yep. game when Darren McCarty went after Claude Lemieux and Lemieux, like they still refer to it as the, the turtling. Turtle. Yep. He just kind of, yep, kind of covered up on the ice and and uh, McCarty just went yep. nuts on him. Well, and but, um, yep. I'll start when Claude, Claude Lemieux hit uh, Chris Draper on the back and just messed up his face. And from that moment on, that, Hell that, yeah. that just ignited right from the, right from that moment. So. Yep. yep. Uh, Lemieux would show, would show up on like most hated people in Detroit sports oh, yeah. history. He, that's he for might, sure. He's, he's up there with Danny Ainge for sure. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, we went for the fun of sports and I went cops versus robbers. Now I'm going to go a little bit deeper into that category of cops versus robbers. 
Number three is CIA versus KGB. Okay, a good one. Um, now, that was big. Um, I'm watching a, a show that was on like about five, five years ago. I'm watching it on one of the Netflix or Prime or whatever called The Americans. And it's all about these Russian spies during, during Reagan's term yeah. is, is when it's set. And so that was huge. Um, the, the, all the spies and counter spies and things like that. And now that you got Trump and Putin, I, they can, you know, they claim to be on friendlier terms, but you know <laughs> that that is still going on. There's, there's still all kinds of spying and uh, dirty oh, sure. tricks going on between those oh, two sure. organizations. And, and as long as those two countries are still, you know, the powerhouses that they are, there always will be. Oh, that, that's interesting. I, I may have, I'm, I'm going to probably add a little bit to that uh, momentarily. Oh, well, right. very good. Oh. Very good. What's your uh, number well, three? My though? number three, I'm, I'm still kind of in the world of politics, though. And I think this is a rivalry that's certainly been going on for uh, close to 200 years, probably about 100 and let's say 170 years. Democrats and Republicans, uh, you know, to the point that the, you, you know that that, you know, whoever the next president is going to be, you know, the next president is always going to be a Democrat or a Republican. It's been that way since you know, since probably like the 1840s. And these two parties have become the most most powerful by far uh, political parties in the nation. And they've always, they've always kind of hated each other. And it just seems like uh, as the years go by, they just kind of just turn it up a little bit more, uh, hate on each other a little bit more. And uh, it's just a, it's a rivalry that's been going on for a long time. And, I, and it'll probably go on for, for many, many years. I too shall talk about that rivalry later in our Okay, list. very good. But number two um, is probably the scariest one because we don't have much control over here. But number two is Pakistan versus oh, India. Oh wow, that's awesome. Um, they both have they both have nuclear weapons. They are bordering countries. They hate each other. They've hated each other for, well, I guess I don't know <laughs> how long, but it seems my whole life. Um, and so that's, you know, it's funny. Okay, it's like if, uh, if, if Mexico hated Venezuela, well, big deal. What are they going to do? <laughs> but Pakistan and India... I mean, they could they could blow up a whole region of the world. Yeah. And, uh, so that's so that's a little scary, and they definitely uh, are oh, rivals. Yeah. Uh, definitely, I think that one is large because I think ethnically, I think they're fairly similar. But I think it's, it's that one's largely based on religious grounds too, isn't it? I think it's uh, Pakistan is a is a Muslim country, and India is a is a Hindu country largely. I think, and and that's a, a lot of the the basis of it i think right and the populations of those countries yeah. is ridiculous so if you if you i mean you'd be wiping out i don't know 10 percent of the world's yeah, population 
if you wiped out yeah. those two countries. Uh, at least, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. My number two. Um, well, you talked about the CIA versus the KGB. I'm going to take it a step further, and I'm going to say USA versus USSR. Uh, you know, going okay. going back to the Cold War. Uh, you know, the, the the two were kind of reluctant allies during World War II, fighting Germany. Uh, but even even before that war was over, there they didn't there there was no trust there. Um, and then it, it just kind of blossomed from there. You know, you had the whole nuclear race, then you had the space race, and the USSR put you know Sputnik into orbit, and that caused everyone in the U.S. to panic because they were ahead of us in the space race. So. You know, then we, you know, we went to the moon and we actually got to the moon and then it even, uh, you know, into the world of sports, you know, with the miracle on ice, uh, which is probably still maybe the most memorable sports event that I've ever, ever watched uh, when, you know, USA beat USSR uh, in that, in that classic, uh, well, semifinal round of, of the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, right. That wasn't even a gold medal game. No, People don't even no, know that. But, but you know. that was that. In, that was almost like, yeah, like the Red Wings and the Avalanche. It's like, you know, you get through that game and the rest is just kind of is, is secondary. But, uh, you know, US, USA, USSR, all through the Cold War was just, just a, you know, and all through our, you know, our childhood growing up, it was it was the big, you know, just, you know, you, you always kind of paid attention to what the USSR was doing. Right. So that's my... Right, I agree. Yeah. But now, so now it's not USSR; it's Russia. Do you contend that that rivalry still exists, or uh, not to not to the degree uh, that it did? Although I know I, you know, I don't think there's still any any you know trust there or anything. But it's 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 different now. Different. I mean, like like when a a Russian a Russian gymnast now beats uh, an American gymnast, it's less of a big deal than when a Soviet gymnast yeah. would have beaten an American gymnast like in the 70s, right? I, I, kinda... I would absolutely agree with that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my number one is what you had already said. I, I label it different, but it's the same thing. Liberals versus conservatives. And um, like you said, it's been going on for uh, almost 200 years. But now we've got the 24-hour news cycle. We've got um, these TV stations, which you know they don't really hide which way they lean. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm talking to you, Fox News and CNN. But um, <laughs> and then just the the vitriol is ridiculous. I, you know, we talked about this in another one of our lists but like if a liberal came to the the house floor and said here is the cure for cancer all the conservatives would boo him <laughs> shout him down and say no no forget it. we don't want we don't want the cure for cancer for you stupid liberals and likewise <laughs> if the conservative did it the liberals would say no that's crap forget about it and um and it's, I mean, it, and, you know, and Trump's not doing anything to help it. And it's just going to get, I don't know how it's going to get better, but 
It's inefficient. Our government is <laughs> I don't know how it's inefficient because I don't know how it's going to get better, but I hope it doesn't get any worse. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So that's my number one. Kind of similar. I mean, exactly the same as what you said. But um, so we're like minded on that. Okay. My my number one. You you might think it's okay. I'm I'm kind of pulling back a lot from all this serious talk that we've had, and then maybe I am. But I'm going back to the world of sports, and I, I I've always kind of thought this was the biggest rivalry in all of sports. And it's Army versus Navy. Uh, and the reason the reason it's big is, like, they used to be the two best teams in college football, and it was always a huge game. They always play – it's always the last regular season college game that's played every year. Uh, you know, and, and in recent years, in recent decades, probably, you know, last 50 or 60 years, uh, the two programs aren't nearly as strong as, as they used to be, but it's still kind of that, that biggest – uh, you know, game, college game of the year. It's not regional at all. Uh, it's not like, oh, this is this is you know, a real army state or a real navy state. You know, it, it, it transcends all all of the states because you know all the states are represented in both the military academy and the navy academy. Uh, I think at, at one point, not too long ago, I think the the series record was it was it was actually absolutely even, like. Uh, each team had won this, as many games as the other one, so that makes for a good rivalry. Uh-huh. Uh, and then at, at the end of the game, they but they always do kind of come together in this in this unity because they even though they're rivals, they still recognize that uh, you know that country comes before everything, and uh, so it's it's kind of a rivalry that that joins to a common purpose. Yep, and I and I gave that one some thought, but I. Decided to stay away from the sports things, but yeah, Army Navy definitely was on my short list. Yeah, and um, um, you're right. You know, when it's all over, um, you know, they realize they're one country. But um, if you're if you're in the Navy or the Marines, you hate Army for at least that one day, yep, right? Absolutely. So. Yeah, and so that that's why it just it, that rivalry kind of transcends all for me. Okay, very good. Because it, yeah, it's, you know, it's nationwide rather than regional, which is yep. important. Yep. Okay, very good. So, yeah, well, I didn't know. I I told you earlier in the week that I was freaking out about my list because it it's so silly and then so serious, and uh, but it is what it is. Um, I, I I thought it was good. I think I thought we hit a lot of different. Uh, you know, areas, you know, we, we hit corporate, we hit uh, kind of, uh, you know, sports, we hit politics, history, we, we, we touched on a lot of things. Yep, very good fiction, all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right, partner, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, it's George and Keith's Musings. And if you're listening to us now, you know how to find us. So. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk it. to you later, George. Take care. All right, you too, ma'am.